Yo, it's the LRC. The podcast was a game. We be MVP. Knowledge is power. Lend an ear for the next hour. And tell these other whack podcasts to hit the showers. Cause we the best. Numero uno. We like a sumo. Up against the straw weight. Our content's great. We talking sports, pop culture, the squared circle and all. You shanky on the mic. Mixed with Jinder Mahal. And we some Paul Heyman's. Had enough that you can say when. Until then, we gon' keep killing. Grind filming. Ho, ho, ho. It's week 16 here in the living room, Mr. Just Right, joined as always by my little helper, little Lenny. Len Biggs, how you doing tonight, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Just uh, get, you know, getting ready for the holiday season, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and that's about it. Really watching football. Are you, uh, are you, you know, a classic small talk this time of year. Are you ready for Christmas? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Did you get all your gifts? I'll tell you the truth. This is the truth. I am ready for Christmas. I don't buy gifts, and I request mm-hmm. that no one gives me gifts. That's my Christmas, uh, you know, motto for the last several years. Um, I do get a couple scrappy little gifts. I might give a scrappy little gift. In fact, I gave Mike and his wife a couple little cheesecakes here earlier, but nothing that we're wrapping up and exchanging, none of that stuff. I don't do that stuff. I'm 46 years old. You know, um, I don't really want anyone spending their money on me for, like, stuff that I have everything. It's, like, whatever. And so uh, I just enjoy not doing the holiday. But uh, we did get a prime rib uh, for Christmas that we'll uh, make the whole prime rib. We'll carve that up, and I'll eat it. And that's one of the most important things is I like food on these holidays. And so now we will, you know, it'll be another food holiday. Then after that, I got to start uh, cracking down, try to drop a couple LBs. But yeah, other than that, everything's good. How about you? You got all your gifts purchased? I, I do, I do. Yeah, uh, got them wrapped. Even you wrap them yourself. You I do. A good wrapper. I do now. I wrap my my wife's gifts mm-hmm. and the dog's gifts if if needed. Yeah, but gifts that are given to mutual family members from both of you, my wife will wrap then, for me. Yeah, yeah she's a much better. Ra- better. I am not. I'm very very. Uh, chaotic in the yeah. wrapping scene. I like to think it's because I don't like to waste any paper. I don't like to cut off small pieces, but that affects obviously the uh, tidiness yeah. of the wrap job. So yeah, when I used to wrap gifts uh, when I was married and whatnot, I am a I'm a huge over wrapper. So like I use enormous pieces right. of right better. Yeah, yeah. And then and I you're over- not trimming off like I a couple trim- inches. No. Why? No. You why you're throwing it in the trash? Yes, I over wrap very much, and it's you know satisfactory at best you're not so you're best. not tucking corners you're not no, I mean, uh, folding it's, it's yeah. like c plus c not even c plus c at best yeah. i would say is what my wrapping is and um you know but really nobody gives a shit about the wrapping it's all about the thought right like, right exactly that paper's getting ripped off That's anyways right. now my grandparents back in the day they would you know save the paper. <laughs> oh, yeah reuse it, <laughs> reuse, reuse it yeah. you know so they were cutting it with a uh, an exacto knife That's to get right. that paper off there so they could use it next year. That's right. But it's Christmas time. It's the holidays. It's Hanukkah. It's Kwanzaa. It's New Year's. It's the holiday corridor. Yeah. And it's 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 the home stretch of the right. NFL season. We're at week time. 16. Now, Don Dawson of Imagine Wrestling, January 14th at the Belmaro uh, Social Hall in Reynoldsville. He was here last week and Len, an all-time record for celebrity with a 14-2, and two, also the 
Might be the best. I think it's the best record maybe of all time here I mean, in the living room. I was 13 and 1 this season, right? Member one. So, yeah, that's percentage wise. Percentage wise. Yeah. But, uh, okay. yeah, I mean, 14 and 2. It's incredible. Is incredibly impressive. We haven't had a double digit uh, celebrity in the living room yeah. uh, all year. So, he's the first one to do that. And he's take, he's looking at a 20 and 10 record on the season. Went from 6, six and 8. 6 and 8 to a uh, 14 and 2. What an impressive yeah. week. What a, what a turnaround. Don Dawson, congratulations. The leader in the clubhouse for the celebrities. And for you and I, Len, you bested me by a game. 11 and 5 last week. I was 10 and 6. That brings us to 136 and 88 for me and 133 and 91 for you. Three games apart. Oh, it's right there for the taking, right, buddy? Yeah, both very impressive records. Yeah. Regardless, but uh, just three games separated. So we got two more weeks of picks left. Then we're in the playoffs. And we'll, I'm sure, I think we'll probably have like a, maybe a playoff preview show. Yeah. I was talking to some of the other guys uh, from the Funk House and I was talking to Double J, John John the Jobber. Uh, he's ready. He's ready to come in the game. Yeah, he's ready to get back in the action. We're gonna try to do an episode next week. I'm thinking maybe we'll record on Thursday or Friday. Maybe we'll talk off the yeah, air. Yeah. But we're gonna do an entertainment center to celebrate our 100th episode of the podcast in total, which will actually be tomorrow's. By my estimation, will be tomorrow's Funk House or the funk house later this week will technically be number 100 but we want to get the whole crew to, we want to get through our football housekeeping stuff uh that we do weekly and then we'll have uh, a celebration of sorts on the entertainment center we'll get as many of us as we can including john's back yeah. on the airwaves uh he's on the mend he's good to go ready to get in there to celebrate 100 episodes and we'll get caught up on all the shows we've been watching yeah, which has I mean, been an enormous amount from all of us yeah um as football season winds down here yeah that'll be a fun show we'll talk movies we'll talk the whole year pretty much in review yeah. of, inter- of uh, entertainment and things like that so we'll try to get everybody at least on maybe even like a little segment if we can get somebody on for 10 15 minutes we can do that we can push them out we can do whatever we want to do yeah that's the thing it'll um, be a variety show we'll do we'll do a good yeah we'll do a good recap of the whole year yeah and uh yeah there's actually gonna be three weeks of picks left mike though it's just three weeks so this week and then two more weeks yeah 16 17 okay. 18 yeah. yes you're right sorry two after this two after this okay. right yep and then we're in the playoffs but so you look forward to that entertainment center episode sure. coming out sometime between now and and new year's i'm sure uh so check that out we'll all be back on together it'll be one of the first episodes we've done with all of us hopefully uh, and then, of course, the return of John's, and we're going to be talking lots and lots of programming, yeah. lots and lots of programs. I've been watching programs at an alarming rate. I've got some things to contribute. Yeah. Um, Tul- mean, Tulsa King, man. Tulsa King uh, is just firing on all <laughs> cylinders. I can't wait to talk more about yeah, it. We'll hear about it. We'll talk about it. Yep. All right. Let's we'll do football first because that's what the people probably most people come here to list for. I like how we did it last week with Donnie. We'll save the wrestling talk for the end. So if you don't like that, you can bow out and everybody goes home happy at that point. Uh, But before we get started, you obviously could find us LRC pod on Twitter, Living Room Champs, Facebook, Instagram. Just want to say thank you to all our listeners. Uh, We're coming up on 5000 listens. Uh, Just a very successful year for the podcast. Of course, 100 episodes is a huge milestone and a huge yeah. uh, contribution from 
uh, Len and everyone in the Funk House, and of course everyone who stuck with us through this time. We're going to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, just want to say thanks. Add, yeah, but we're still looking to add listeners too. So if anybody oh, yeah. listens to this and you haven't shared it before, try to share it around or something. Do whatever you can. Maybe we can get a couple more people. You know, we could use more listeners, but we appreciate the ones we have. We love doing it. It's a lot of fun. Yep. So we're going to keep doing it regardless. I mean, might at some point it might be just me and Mike here, and then we'll have to listen to it ourselves to make sure someone heard it. You never know. But uh, we, we want to add the listeners. And I think if people give it a chance, they'll really enjoy it. We have a lot of fun and we do a lot of stuff. So Yeah, please get – we're going to keep doing our thing uh, one way or the other. But thank you to everyone who has tuned in and continues to tune in. And happy holidays, uh, whatever it is you celebrate with you and your family. Uh, from everyone here at the living room because mm-hmm. uh, this will be the last time you hear from us uh, prior to most of the holidays taking place Christmas yeah. and whatnot so excuse me all right let's get going in here into week 16 Len uh, right into it in Thursday night we got a nice little Thursday night game here yeah. uh, the surging Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville Jaguars uh, going up against the Jets uh, who have held their own the last couple weeks. Uh, Zach Wilson with a, a decent show in last week. Uh, looks like he's going to get the nod again this week with Mike White being out. Maybe it's his job um, uh, to lose again at this point if he can put in <clears throat> another good effort here. Either way, both these teams are firmly uh, in the mix in the AFC. Uh, the Jets with a win here can go above 500. And they'll they'll be in pretty good shape yeah. uh, in terms of maybe getting one of those wild cards in the AFC. They're not going to be contending for the division most likely, but who knows? Uh, but they have the Jags at home this week. Uh, I'm, I'll go ahead and kick things off uh, uh, with this one here, Len. I'm going to take I'm going to take the Jags. I'm going to take the Jags uh, this Thursday. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is really rattling and form nicely at this time of year, and he's got the Jags uh, right there. Uh, and I just think uh, they're a little bit more of a dynamic team. I think Zach Wilson's true colors might show a little bit in this game, but we'll see. It's going to be very interesting to see how this Jets team unfolds the rest of the way. I'm going to take the Jags, though. Len, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to take the Jags as well. Um, you know, I mean, I don't have to talk about how much I like the Jags, but Lawrence has had a different part of his career now, it seems. Last five games, 13 touchdowns, one interception. They're hot. Um, the Jets are kind of sliding, but still interesting and playing good defense and just losing tough games at this point. But um, as far as Wilson goes and whether he's done or he's, you know, he's a bomb, blah, 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 whatever, I just want to let people think for one minute. This, like, these two guys were the picks. They're the same draft class, right? So think about the strides Lawrence has made these last – it's just taken just now after a whole year of bad, bad coaching and whatnot. The strides he's taken now – And um, Wilson's missed a lot of those games because of injury. So he's had less reps, less opportunity to round his game in. I'm not saying he's going to be a great quarterback or anything like that. I wasn't nearly as high on him. Lawrence was a sure thing. Wilson's certainly not a sure thing. But some of the throws he makes, you see him. They're the they're Brett Favre like throws. So to me, he's been he's not been given a fair enough leash yet. And if I'm the Jets, I'm not even. I mean, he's absolutely started going in the next year for sure. He will have had less then 30 games started. He'll have probably 20 games started at that point. You're going to give up on him already? It's insanity. You can't do it. That's how a team gets in a cycle like this. So I think Wilson needs a break. Now, 
the professionalism between him and Lawrence and answering questions and stuff like that, that's the, where he needs to make up ground more than the, even the on-field stuff. You know, Lawrence is in the front of a franchise. He had all that shit with Urban Meyer last year. He stood up there in front of the answering questions, and he was a leader. Wilson gets one chance to, to, you know, take some blame for a loss, and he just fucking drops the ball. You know what I mean? Like, those are the things, the differences. But I think Wilson still got a chance. Nonetheless, Lawrence, they win this game, Mike, and they beat the Texans next week. All of a sudden, they're playing the Titans for the division championship week 18. And, I mean, I couldn't be more excited. This is a huge game. I, I like the Jags to win a tough one. Jets' defense is good. Yes. Yes, it is. The Jets have been right in the mix because of that defense. So, I'm looking forward to this. Nice little Thursday. Want to kick off the holiday weekend. Now, we got a full slate almost on Saturday. <clears throat> There's only three games on Sunday and one on Monday this week. So Yeah, and the Sunday-Monday <clears throat> games, oh, my God, are they bad. So horrid. Saturday horrid. is loaded up. Yes, yes. But Saturday is going to be a big, big day. Uh, a lot of you, if you're in your fantasy playoffs, make sure you tune in the Funk House later this week. They helped me get to uh, the quarterfinals, so a lot going on Saturday. Uh, I'll be just cooking pounds and pounds of chicken wings Yeah. Uh, for the family on Christmas Eve. Uh, I'll be very distracted, very stressed out, lots of chicken juice, lots yeah. of fantasy watching. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Um, I can't be looking at my phone just covered in salmonella. No, you can't know. be touching that phone at all. <laughs> it's going to be a hell of a day on Christmas Eve. Uh, we got a full we got a full slate, though, Len, so let's get right into Saturday's games. We got two birds, two birds here. We got the Falcons at the Ravens. Now, this might be an interesting airspeed comparison. Uh, yeah, it could be. I, I think we tested the Falcons before. Now, were yeah. they super fast yeah. than I thought, or were they slower than I thought? I can't remember. I feel now. like they were brightly like 50 miles per hour maybe i feel like ravens just lurk i don't feel like them as a very fast bird they seem like lurkers that just like are around dead carcasses just hanging around yeah, all the time those are that's buzzards that's i know but ravens are like a buzzard i feel like aren't they similar i feel like they're from the same probably uh, same genus, genus right? yeah <laughs> i thought so but uh yeah anyway so you looked up the land speed i'll talk about the game a little bit the Ravens obviously do not look the same without Lamar, and they weren't looking great with Lamar. But this, these couple games without him is probably raising his paycheck, in my opinion, because Huntley, who looked decent last year, has not played well. Yeah. Uh, the Ravens don't look good. And the, the Falcons went ahead and started rookie Desmond Ritter. And like I said about Zach Wilson, I'm not going to dare judge Ritter on one game into his NFL no. career. But he, he did not flash. look he good. Few, he but, he uh, showed yeah. a few flashes. Right? He but showed yeah. a couple flashes. He didn't look good. He ran about out of bounds on fourth down to end the game with no time on the clock. I mean, he just ran out of bounds instead of throwing it down the field. So whatever. But that's all, that's all rookie stuff. Who cares? The Falcons are... One game back of leading yeah. the NFC South at five and nine. Uh, it's ridiculous. Um, the Ravens don't look great, but they have to win this game. The, I think the Falcons are settling into what they are, which is not winning another game the rest of the season. And the Ravens will win one or two, get in the playoffs. But man, they're going to need a lot of Lamar to even can can you know, compete at all in the playoffs. Yeah. So you're saying Lamar. Is probably not back this week. I don't know. I'm assuming he's not, but I don't know the answer to that. So I'm picking him either way, though. I don't care. They have to win this game. Yeah, I'm top. gonna I'm gonna take the Ravens too. I'm gonna assume Lamar is back. Maybe uh, I think if he's not, this is, could be a Falcons win. Yeah. But it's gonna be close. 
Uh, you never know. Huntley's had a lot of games now. Maybe something clicks. And it's not interesting in any way. I'll tell you it's, that. Yeah, but that defense is, can keep him in it too. That yeah. defense can keep him in it too at home. Yeah. Um, Baltimore sweep, I guess. Falcons blow the Ravens away in airspeed. Falcons can reach up to 200 <laughs> miles per I hour. They were real fast on a nosedive. The Peregrine Falcon might be, I think, the fastest bird in the world. <laughs> I thought they were real fast. The, the bird that this says right here, the we bird did look it up actually that can achieve the greatest airspeed, which I assume is they mean the world. Yeah, there yeah. is the peregrine falcon, able yeah. to exceed two hundred miles per hour on its dives. The raven clocking in at twenty five miles <laughs> per hour. We, I think we around. did look that up. That before. raven's just floating around yeah. waiting for blood dead bodies. From two birds to two cats. Okay. Two two felines. Yeah. We got the king of the jungle. Our, Only one king. Our LRC lions yeah, who are just who are just making a push. No. Oh, finish time line. of the year for the living room. And the Panthers, who we all picked, or I think you and I picked last week to beat the Steelers. Uh, Steelers pulled out a win. Yeah. Uh, with Mitch Trubisky, a quarterback, they get Kenny Pickett back. This well, we're not going to talk about Steelers. Sorry, uh, we got two. Uh, we got two um, uh, felines yeah. here. We got the Lions visiting the Panthers. Uh, let, no, I'll, I'll take this one. I'm going to take the Lions, of course. Yeah, I'm going to take the Lions as well. The Panthers look to like who they are against the Steelers. They suck, and um, you know they play hard. I will give them that. They play hard under Steve Wilkes. They do have some pieces. But and they could certainly win this game. I mean, the Lions are on fire right now. But every game is down to the wire. Who knows what's going to happen? So I'm going to take the Lions because the Lions got to get. They got to win out to get in the playoffs. They have, they have Panthers, uh, Bears, Packers. I believe their last three. That's a very winnable three to get you to ten and seven. They get to ten and seven. They're in the playoffs. So. This is a game that you got to beat. But that's much like Seattle two weeks ago. You have the Panthers. You have to beat the Panthers if you want to be a playoff team. Seattle failed. Detroit needs to win this game. Are there? Are there? It's going to lose yep. the cost in the playoffs. Yeah. Nonetheless, I think it, it's Campbell. Obviously, is firmly off the hot seat, which we were speculating earlier in the year he might be on. Uh, and this team is no doubt headed in the right direction. Um, and they haven't even been able to utilize really their first round pick, Jameson Williams, to the, his fullest extent yet. Right. That offense is going to be entertaining next year. And they recently came out and said Jared Goff is is not a bridge quarterback. He's the guy. Yeah. If they can win out, man, that Goff prediction for me for for the NFC North uh, oh. division MVP might come true. We talked about it last week. We'll see. They get the win this week though in Carolina, which is just a football team. Uh, you know, that's they're just very mid. Very bad, very bad. Uh, but they're still in the thick of it too, right? If they're I five mean, and they're nine, one game behind. Yeah. The, the, uh, if they're if the Falcons are in at five and nine, and the Panthers are too, and, unless, and the Saints are all five and nine. Yeah, unless they're yeah the division. And the Bucks are six and eight. All the teams are in it. They play each other two down yeah. the stretch. For division sure. record would come into play there. All right, there's gonna be a bunch of head to heads these next few weeks. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna come down to it. Yeah, these two teams will be right in their element this weekend as the Arctic air comes pushing through much of the country. It's gonna mm. be very very cold. Pretty much everywhere um, northeast on yeah. the map in the United States, uh, Midwest and Northeast. So these two teams will be right in it on Saturday, but they're very used to it. We got the Bills, who had a uh, fourth quarter snow globe victory uh, over the Dolphins, pulled one out in a very entertaining game last week. Yeah, fun game. They're visiting Midway uh, to visit Chicago and the Bears. And Justin Fields knocking off some rust as he returns to the lineup. 
Uh, fell they little, lost a pretty entertaining game, yeah, too, right? Against the, they were right in with the Eagles. I'm telling yeah. you, this Bears team showing signs, too. Yeah. He feels around. secured his position as, you know, as yeah. part of the future where people yeah. were wondering – at the beginning of the season. There's two quarterbacks you have to watch next year in fantasy is Lawrence and Fields. Yeah. Uh, should be going ahead of some old stalwarts, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, going to climb above a lot of those guys for yeah. sure. Uh, all right, we're both taking the Bills here, I assume, though. Yeah, we've got to take the Bills here. Yeah, this will be a good sloppy game, though. It's going to be closer than you think, maybe. Oh, I think so. It could be fun. Yeah, all right. We got the Saints at the Browns. Um, Saints are just going to be out of their element here, Len. This is a classic, classic. Saints felt like this, but I'll tell you who's not out of his element. The Red Rifle uh, in Cleveland. He's played a lot of That's games true. in Cleveland. That's Probably very has a, true. Probably has a good career record That's very there, true. Mike. Think about it. Bet it's a career record there, Solomon. I bet it is. He's going to be, yeah, he's going to be there. He'll be him. ready. He's a leader. Yeah. He'll be ready. He's I a leader, him. yeah. Yeah. I tell you, that beard on him. <laughs> Just, it's like it's like it's a goldish hue that just matches his jersey, his his old aura perfectly, and he's he's evolving into that uh, that roaming backup quarterback. He looks like he should be in a booth right now, like on TV, is what I think. I think he should be calling games. He's right still now. slinging touchdowns, and he'll probably throw a couple in this game, like yeah. you said. Yeah, I mean, um, they need to get Rashid Shahid more involved. Obviously, uh, they need to get Olave back in the mix. He's kind of hitting a little bit of a rookie wall. Yeah. No thanks to their you know, quarterback's not very dynamic, like you said, but it's going to be Dalton from here on out. Oh, it seems that way, yeah. So, uh, we get Hill in there to throw a bomb once Yeah, a Yeah, you never know. I tell you what, the Saints, they could fit in nicely in this game. Though Deshaun last week showed a little bit more progression still not at the level he yeah. was will this be the week the saints defense is not terrible uh no. so we'll see but i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and take cleveland in this one at home yeah i think um, watson's taking incremental steps he's not gonna be anything near what he was before till next season yeah. next season is when he'll be back to form in my opinion but he already shows like you already he already has so much more talent than so many guys that are at you know in the mid tier i mean he's a top Easily top 10 quarterback next year, in my opinion. I don't think it's close. He always has been. And he still has all the things. It's just taken. It's good, a lot of rust to knock off. Yeah. Um, the Saints, though, as we said, with the Falcons and the Panthers, they're 5 and 9 right behind Tampa Bay. They a lot to play Waiting for, for here. Tommy Browns to do too. Black Browns game. are in the mix as well. Yeah, Browns are. Um, Tangentially in the mix, I suppose. I, They're on the graphic. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Speaking of that, this is the perfect time to bring it up. I saw it last night. Scott Van Pelt <laughs> as Sports Center after the game, and we've been talking about what they've used to label the in the mix, in the hunt, blah blah blah. And this happened. I looked. The top, first team on the top of that column is my Seahawks, and it says the the heading is "Call me maybe." <laughs> that one. What do you like? What do you think about I like that? it. I'm in on that one. I like it. Call Me Maybe is a good one. So it's one of the classic pop songs of all time. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I'm going to take the Browns here, too. I, yeah. I just want the Saints eliminated from playoff contention. <laughs> like, I want it to happen, so I'm going to pull. They're going to lose this week, but they're still going to be in playoff still contention. Be in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, all right. Next game, I think you already answered this. We were talking earlier. Yeah. Chiefs are going to win this one uh, at home yeah. against Seahawks. Seahawks desperately need to win. They're in a slide. They do, but this isn't the place they're going to get it. In no. Kansas City, Kansas City coming off. Squeaking on an overtime win against the one win Texans. Yes. So they're going to be pissed yes, off. Yes, I tell you what, the Texans don't discard them. tough, but I think that the Chiefs are going to probably try to drop 50 on Seattle. It's in, in KC. Yeah. Um, I like Kansas City a lot. Yeah, that's Seattle. Seattle defense. win or lose, still is in this. They need yeah. help from people either way. So, because they're, um, you know, they don't have tie breaks because of the tie. So, 
The next game, Giants-Vikings, obviously, it's is a, a game they need. The Giants would have to lose out. One win is going to get the Giants one of those wild card spots yeah. at any point. Um, and the Commanders, Seahawks, Lions, they, ba- they both, all three basically need to go at least two and one at worst to try to get in. So, so the Giants, let's move right on. We're both taking KC in that one. Yeah. Uh, let's move right on to the Giants-Vikings, which will be a good one at 1 o'clock on Fox, of course. Vikings with the biggest comeback in NFL history yeah. casually last yeah. week against the Colts, yeah. coming back from 33 points down in the second half. Just a legendary game. NFL was truly one of the most bizarre weekends of yeah. NFL football, and I tell you what, don't be surprised if it follows up this weekend. Vikings at home, though, Len, who you got in this one hosting the Giants? You had a big win last night on Monday Night Football. I'm going Vikings. I just think they're better. Um, they got off to a slugger start against the Colts, but came back. Um, excuse me, Sunday Night Football they won. They beat, yeah. the, they beat the Skins. Yeah, or excuse so, me, the Hogs. Yeah, so I'm going to take the Vikings here against the Giants. Uh, interesting enough about the largest comeback, I remember I watched the previous largest comeback led by Frank Reich against the Oilers um, in – I watched that. I remember watching that live. It was a playoff game, and I was a I'm a huge Oilers guy back then because I love Warren Moon. He's my favorite quarterback of all time, and so I watched um, that game. I watched it slip away from 35-3 at halftime, and it was the most. It was excruciating because that Oilers team was very good and like probably the best team in the league. And it's like if they win that game, they're probably going to go to the Super Bowl. And Reich brought them back. It was an unbelievable game, and. Just how do you think Reich felt sitting at home uh, watching his former team uh, lose his record for yeah, him? Yeah, it's it's that's weird to think about it. It's just crazy. But the whole that like I was texting with House at the time and Jerry, and uh, he had cousins, you know, House in his fantasy. I said, I mean, it's a, he, you know, we were like this game is nuts. And then I said, but it's a great time to be a cousins owner. Me and Webb were talking about it's a great time to be a cousins owner. They're down thirty three nothing at halftime. He's going to throw basically every play the whole thing, and he did, and he just put numbers up through the roof, and it's great. So, uh, but yeah, I got Vikings here. I know. I don't. The Giants are boring, man. I mean, I, they're not. Yeah. They're, they've overachieved, though. I give them. Yeah, credit. Vikings are too much. Too much firepower and offense for the Giants to keep up with. Uh, Giants defense is not bad, though. I'm going to take the Vikings. Uh, Thibodeau's a real deal. Yeah, he is. Uh, yes, he's a player. For yep, sure. yep. It was a good top end in the first round this year, apparently. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got the Bengals visiting the Patriots, who were fresh off just another <laughs> one of the most bizarre things in an NFL game ever. I don't think there's even a question. It has to be the dumbest way yes. that anyone's ever no. lost the game ever yeah. the, in the history of it's football. Vaulted to the number one spot in most blooper. Uh, compilations out there for football. Just an unbelievable play. First of all, Stevenson laddering it at all is just a stupid play. Yeah. There's no reason to ladder the ball at all. Yeah, it's the tied. Game's tied. Then, I mean, unbelievably. I can understand the first lateral if you think that yeah, next guy has a better chance it. of getting the sure, end zone. Why maybe. not? Why right. not? Yeah, why not? What's going to happen? But then to throw it the whole way across the field backwards, <laughs> backwards. by Jacoby Meyer to, to the Mac quarterback, Jones, who also had no one behind him. <laughs> so, like, what's he going to do? Go, like, yeah. 80 yards? No. Craziness. And for Chandler Jones to just pick it and then 
put Mac Jones in the dirt. Yeah. Just in the dirt. Yeah. I mean, that was awesome. One of the best stiff just, arms. Oh one of the most goodness. ridiculous things you'll ever just see. Just bowled right over him. It's one of the most ridiculous plays you'll ever see. That's just if you watch football. crazy. We, just, you can watch it another 35 years, whatever I've watched it, and you'll never see anything something, more Something almost equally as bizarre will happen someday, but that one takes the cake for now. Yeah, um, just crazy. just uh, from a Patriots player, too, um, you know, who are supposed to, you know, right. situational awareness of one. From a guy like Jacoby Myers, who by all indications is yeah. good, good. I will say to him, his defense, hand. he stood up in front of the press yeah, he did. He did a good job. He answered all the questions. I like can see, pro. I can see it. Ha- I can see the wheels turning. Yeah, I mean, you just like when you get that ball, you're like, okay, we're doing this now. Well, you know, it's you like know. one of my favorite players of all time, Chris Weber, with the timeout. It's stuff like it's yeah, like, everything's happening so fast. Yeah, like oh, yeah. oh, oh, it's time to ladle yeah. it. Yeah. I need to find the next guy. To, well, you, you know what I mean? Me, it's, I yeah. Need to, yeah, yeah, right. So now, like you said, but the fact that he had as much time to process, say, oh, there's Mac <laughs> all the way, 30 yards away yeah. on the other side of the field. Let me chuck it to him. Right. <laughs> it's just, and then for it to get picked out of midair. It's crazy. It was crazy. It's just, and then it's just too much. And, and then, oh my. Yeah, and they're playing crazy. the Bengals. Bengals win. Bengals, Bengals for sure. Bengals, Bengals one of the hottest teams yeah. in the league. Watch out. They're on the rise. They have Buffalo next week. If they both win, we're looking at possible number one seed. Yep. They're getting healthier and watch out for them. 10-4. and four. They're going to be right there. Uh, we kind of slept on them all year talking about the Bills and the Chiefs and, yeah. and all some of these other teams, the it's Ravens. Three, it's three teams. It's Bengals, yeah. Bengals Bills, Chiefs it's, are all three. It's going to be their division to lose, too. So uh, look out for Cincinnati. They're going to be right back there. All right, Texans with a couple games they where they nearly upset uh, heavy, heavy favorites. Yeah. Uh, they visit their um, uh, long-lost uh, lineage Dad. franchise. <laughs> the Oilers. <laughs> they visit their long-lost the father, the t- uh, Tennessee Oilers, uh, here uh, in Nashville this week. The Titans uh, just can't get a good read on if they're good or not. They're just mid, I think, is I mean, the perfect the way Titans to describe it. Terrible. They started the year, you're like, this team's done. They're not terrible. Then they're the hottest team in the league yeah. for a while. Yeah. Now they're just bad. They're, they're losing games. They're the Tampa Bay of the AFC. Like, you yeah. know, you can't, you just don't know if they're I, good I, or not good. They're not great. None of them are great, but no. they get the win at home, I think, against the Texans. But I tell you what, this could be the upset du jour. Now, see, this is the game I think the Titans win too. And I, and I think this is actually a game where the Texans just get mauled and lose by like 35 because they should have. These other games, they've been playing their ass off so yeah. hard. They're like due for a game to get smashed. I think it might be this one. And um, I could see, you know, the Titans just putting it on them here. I, the Titans have to win this game. I mean, they, you know what I'm saying? They're, they could lose the freaking division at this point. Yeah. You know, they yeah. have to win this game. As same Jacksonville plays Houston next week, they yeah. have to win that game. There's no yep. if ands, or buts about yeah, it. Yeah, so. it's up in the air. One thing's for sure, though, Houston is out. Yes. All right. Uh, these two teams are very much in. As of now, the Commanders might be on the outside looking in. They kind of, kind of got a raw deal against the Giants. Commanders, for that, Commanders still have the last playoff spot right now. With that goal line call, um, uh, they got totally screwed that possession. The, for you sure. know what? Nothing annoys me more about the NFL than these um, procedure penalties and uh, pre-snap penalties because they call them. And if you're watching on TV, you're like, "What's the problem?" Yeah. They had no impact on the play. No. Every receiver looks at the at the official prior to out. if the if the official's response is I can't help him. Then why are receivers even bothering doing that? No, he. I mean, they do help him, and that's the thing. It's yeah. common practice. And then so, you call a penalty after he looked at you twice. It happens he, on every yeah. play at every he level. Told of football. him to move up. 
Yeah. He moved up. Then he just drops the flight as soon as the ball stopped. It makes no and sense. And then what annoys me is the announcers never explain to the fans what the rule actually is right. when they call some of these not covering up the, the yeah. tackle type penalties I, I and formation. Understand. I wish they would explain those better. Why do you have to cover the tight end? Who cares? cares? Especially at the goal even, line. Like what, why I can see. So you the, can't start like 10 yards to get a running start. No, well, maybe you right? can't get a running start. But why right. can't you, you can't get a running start. But is that the thought behind the you can't cover like what's maybe. But I my thing is, is like if someone wants to line seven receivers beside the quarterback, then just fucking let them run. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, you know, I don't. If, that's, I mean, if you have as long as you have to have. Five people that are not eligible. That's the only rule that matters. There's five people that aren't eligible. I don't give a shit who they are. They could be running backs that aren't eligible for all I care. But you got to have five guys that aren't eligible, and then everyone else should be able to line up wherever they want. As long as they're not moving, who cares? I don't get it. But, yeah, that totally screwed them. And then, on top of that, the receiver gets basically tackled in the end zone before the ball gets there. It's a it's a bogus yeah. call. Yeah. That bogus long call. And I know they don't like to call stuff at the end of games like that, but that's a play you have to call. I mean it completely ruins the game. Um and it's just unfortunate. I yeah. you know the Commanders have been playing well. They didn't yeah. play well in that game. I'm now, not saying they played well enough to win. They didn't. They sucked, to be honest. And I'm hearing but. questions about Heine and maybe going back to Wentz. What yeah. are they thinking? Like, Heineke is the swag of that team. They have to stick with him. San Francisco is going to win this game at home. Yeah, it doesn't matter who starts. This will be a game that they would probably start Wentz, and then he'll look like shit, and everybody will be like, well, see, Wentz sucks. Well, no shit. Everyone sucks against the Niners. The Niners are fucking juggernaut right now defensively, and they're going to smash the Commanders, probably bad. And I think that the Niners are one B with the Eagles right now. I mean, yeah. I would not want to see them in any way. I don't care. No, especially Purdy with Purdy playing the way he's playing. Yeah, I don't care who's playing. Their defense is elite right now, yeah. and that's rare in the NFL. But it is. It's when does elite. does when does the uh, the Purdy party come to an end? Is or does it just keep going? Well, I'll tell you what. I don't know. I, they played Seattle last Thursday, so obviously I watched the whole game. And Seattle gets no pressure, so it's a yeah. bad litmus test. But I'll but say still. you got the, he's getting rid of the ball quick, decisive, yeah. accurate. That's all. You, if you're going to do, do that, and he doesn't need to be no, Patrick yeah, Mahomes and, and in that, on that team. McCaffrey, I mean, if, you know, McCaffrey gets thirty touches yeah. or whatever last week. Probably and that's without Debo too. So if yeah. you, if you can just dump it to McCaffrey for six or seven yards, and this time of year, if you run into some games with some potentially bad weather, like in Philly Kittle or something, game, that's think. when if this team starts yeah. to c- contribute at a level yeah. he has before. Then they get real dangerous with a quarterback. Yeah. Kittle was on the Manning cast last night and was getting very frustrated at the flow of the, the Manning interview, which is a terrible Manning game for the Monday night game last night. Yeah, they the probably are ready for this year to be over. They've yeah. got some bad They've games. They've got some horrible games yeah. this year. Uh, still very entertaining, though. No matter what little Wayne was on there last night, uh, he was an interesting, he's a very big Packers fan. Big I didn't Packers realize fan. that. Yeah. yeah, I did know that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, this game's going to be very interesting. Big game in the NFC. We got the Eagles visiting the Cowboys, division rivals, Jalen Hurts, though, is out most likely. It sounds most likely like he's not going to play. I'm still taking Eagles here in this game, though, Len. I think Minshew will step in just fine. It's going to be a good game, though, 425 on Fox Saturday. Uh, great way uh, to head into the evening as, as family starts to file in your yeah. home. This game will be wrapping up. Uh-huh. Uh, chicken juice everywhere. Yeah, the Eagles, uh, I mean, I think the Eagles can win this game easily with Minshew as well. If the Cowboys hold on last week to beat Jacksonville, they had a 17-point lead at one point, I think. Yeah. If they win that game, all of a sudden this game has a lot of meaning. 
but it doesn't have much meaning now. Yeah. So I think the best bet would be to rest Hurts regardless of whether he's ready or not. Just give him a week off. Yeah. They say it's not serious, but it's, yeah. Minshew has proven time and time again he can step in for a week or two or three, four maybe, and like carry your team, play well enough. You know what I'm saying? And so I like the Eagles to win too, um, even with even if Hurts doesn't play. Um, the Cowboys, you know, are looking a little suspect. They were starting to get hot where people were starting to really buy into them. Last two weeks, they played Houston and Jacksonville, two of the worst pass-blocking teams in the league. And between the two games combined, they had one sack. And this is a pass rush that was highly vaunted before that. So that's concerning because, to me, what made the Cowboys special was – uh, the pass rush from Micah Parsons. If that gets stopped somehow or slowed down, that team isn't very good, I don't think. And if there's one team that can do it, it's that line for the Eagles. That's yeah, exactly. Sure. Uh, but it's going to be a good game for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a good game. It's going to be very good. All right, moving on to uh, the crescendo. Christmas Eve, Santa's making his way. He's he's minutes away from your house at this point, most likely. Hopefully the kids are already tucked away uh, in their beds, ready yeah. for him to come. And hopefully you won't subject them to this game here. Like, what do you think? Do you know what uh, legendary wrestling promoter Jim Crockett would call this <laughs> game what kind of match would he call this match between the raiders and the steelers on christmas eve do you know what kind of match this would be called back in 80s southern wrestling for sure big uh, classic territory match. um first of all i've got way more fucking money than jim crockett okay. has second of all it's a loser leaves town absolutely match. it's a and loser leaves town you're right match. because both of these teams are right in the mix in the hobby maybe yeah they're on they're they've got the scent of the playoffs yeah. and they're they're on on the trail they're tracking down the playoffs sniffing around sniffing around if you will and you're right the loser is pretty much out of the hunt the at that point the lo- this is a loser leaves town match Personified and right you know what? The Steelers have not had a good recent hit. This is the celeb- This is the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Ooh. They'll be showing that. What a great, what a great the match to do for this anniversary. Christmas great Eve. Uh, yeah, it's I all about it. the history. Yes, awesome. yes. There's going to be special. You, Steelers are wearing their throwbacks. Matt Franco Harris at the Pittsburgh Airport before. I actually got his autograph. Next that's to the statue story. that's right no, there when you come out in of men's room, but yeah, I did oh. I did meet him one time there. I met Finn Balor at the Pittsburgh Airport. I know, right? <laughs> I wish we could have traded places. <laughs> I'd rather have Finn Balor a thousand percent. <laughs> Me too. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is interesting. That makes yeah. the game more interesting to yes. me, even though it was already interesting. So, so something kooky is going to happen in this game. Mark my words: uh, the Raiders are going to win because the Steelers just can't seem to beat them no matter how bad they are as in any you, given as year. As you alluded to earlier, it sounds like Pickett's back, right? Pickett is back, yes. He's out of protocol. Yeah. I'll tell you what, this, to me, after all this history you just talked about, is exactly why I'm going to take the stairway to seven. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Steelers because this is a this is the kind of game that these those dumb yinzers uh-huh. get up for. You yeah. know, 50 years ago, they were in their glory. Yeah. All those yinzers and all their parents were in their glory. It was 50 years ago. Steelers were the best ever. Seven, four rings, whatever. So this is right in their element. Also for them, though, the Raiders fans are exactly the same because this was also their heyday, and they're like, the Raiders are so tough back in the 70s. So this is like, I mean, Raiders fans, Steelers fans, which is basically like 85% of Dubois if you add them together, maybe higher, maybe higher than that, probably 95. Uh, 
Steelers or Raiders. If you're not a Steelers <laughs> fan and Dubois, you're a Raiders fan. <laughs> That's about Actually, I'm just thinking it's probably like 97% of it. I don't know why. So, uh, yeah, I don't fuck these franchises, <laughs> man. I'm going Steelers. <laughs> All right, I'm taking the Raiders just because the Steelers just can't seem to beat them over that's the last a dozen or so. Classic RJ. I tell you what, this is Kenny Pickett's chance to grab America by the balls yeah. and show him that he's the guy prime in primetime and Christmas Next Eve. Steelers great This game is going to be ratings through the roof. Yeah. It's going to be one of the highest rated games of the season. That's for sure. It is. It is going to be ratings through the roof. And you're right. I mean, this is the chance for, to, to set the tone for Bradshaw, Roethlisberger, Pickett. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the next line of oh. secession. I mean, this is. They might have a ceremony. They might bring Terry back to, to do something. Like, there's going to be a lot of pomp and circumstance. Oh, for, for, yeah, I bet he will be there. Mean Joe will be there. He'll be there, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, Bradshaw will definitely oh, yes. be there. He'll probably throw one mm. to. Yeah, Bradshaw, Bradshaw, Bradshaw doesn't. He might. He might throw one That would be a out. rare Bradshaw return to Pittsburgh. He's very standoffish with the franchise. I think he'll be there. I, I'm going to put him. If there was over under, I mean, I, put, I, I think he's going to be there. There's some bad taste in there from the end of his career. And well, just, all right. That's, that's Christmas Eve. Enjoy that. Uh, we'll talk about this Sunday schedule, Mike. Just the super, this, first of all, Christmas Day is the NBA's day. So then the NFL decided they wanted to get in on the money. They wanted to try to come in. And when you look at these games, they're terrible games. So just think about back in like April when they're making the schedule and they're like, we need three good games for Christmas Day. This is what they came up with. And we'll see if they succeeded. What do you think? Um, they might have thought at the beginning of the season <laughs> yeah. that these would be good games, but they, none of them really worked out. The first one here in the schedule, the Packers and the Dolphins, might be the it's best least, one. Yeah, it's at least a little yeah, bit intriguing. The Packers are now back in it uh, with a chance after a win last night. Packers on the fringe, for sure. Yep. Uh, Malcontent uh, visits Miami. Yeah, and two on the Dolphins, who are fresh, right. fresh off a tough loss in Buffalo. They, I think they, they did show up. They did Saturday, show up. So I give them that, but they're, they did show they're up. three in a row. Lost three in a row. It's it's slipping. And let me tell you, uh, credit to that grounds crew in Buffalo. You wouldn't tell that it snowed on that you know, field. Actually, one of the most disappointing things I've ever been a part of. Like all day, there was pitchers. There's yeah. no snow. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is gonna be off. It's gonna be snowing. There's gonna be snow on the field. Yeah. I love a snow game. Yeah, but guess what? You get there and it looks like it's spring. I know, it's like a spring day. I can't, I can't be bothered to shovel the snow off my four by four porch out front. Exactly. And those guys have a whole hundred yards, like not a speck of snow I, on. Do it. they have like a tarp down or something, some sort of covering that they can roll like to get that? I don't even know. I think it's it a, looked, yeah, it's they use the big American flag. Oh yeah, for the but they don't anything. let it touch the ground. No, you got people holding it. <laughs> Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, no, it was like pristine. It's actually so disappointing. Well, I tell you what, at the end of that game, though, it was, it would have been bad. Yeah. Because the field was like wet. I wish that would have hit about two hours earlier. It would have been so fun. You see the players just slide on it. That would have been ugly if it was like that. But yeah, it started coming down there at the end. Uh, Yeah, but the Dolphins. I think, None of those worries in Miami, I don't think. Nope, nope. It'll be a balmy 85 degrees probably down there, and they get the win against the Packers, I'm predicting. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins as well. More more wishful thinking just because I, I want the Packers yeah. gone. And the Dolphins did play much better this week. Um, the Packers won, but it looked like one of those teams from like the 80s where you just like 
get 250 yards yeah. and like win, it's really boring. And gross. Yeah, I mean, come on, the Rams are not any good. Yeah. Um, Packers defense can keep them in games though Speaking too. Speaking of the Rams. Speaking of the Rams, they play host to the Broncos and just a lovely Christmas <laughs> afternoon. I mean, game. Russell Wilson versus the defending champs. That's what yeah, they're saying back this in is, May. This is the NFL saying, you know what? Everyone should just go spend time with their families. Yeah. Watch uh, the take NBA. a nice nap. Probably watch a good the Lakers game on right now. Get yeah. the hell out of here. Broncos, uh, Rams, no one could care less. I mean, there's no way anyone this is a at all cares about this. This is game. a. I mean, the NFL probably said the Fedding Super Bowl champs, the Russell, Russell Wilson well, no, Broncos. That's what they said for sure. Oh, this will be a wonderful, Slam, no. wonderful game big for game. people. Playoff out implications. Yeah, big, big. Yeah. Right. yeah, I'll tell you, I'm going to take the Rams, and the only reason is they both are tied, and I want the Broncos to have a worse record than them, so the Seahawks get a better draft pick next year. So go Rams. All right, I'm taking the Bronx. Russell Wilson returns to the lineup. And that defense is competent. I'm not sure if Aaron Donald's going to play or not, but yeah, Baker Broncos Mayfield. will probably win, but I'm taking the Rams anyway. All right. Well, we need some variety here anyways. Uh, okay. We got Tampa Bay. We got Arizona in Arizona. Another one. I, these two teams. Brady I just, against Kyler Murray. I mean, big game. They fought before yeah, the season. Yeah. This game sucks, too. Yeah. Probably maybe, maybe McSorley. Trace McSorley. First home Brady, That's potentially. Exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Sure. I'm going to take the box. Yep. Uh, the box suck, though. There's no two ways about it. I keep thinking they're going to turn it around. They aren't any good. I mean, yep. that team's not any good. Yeah. This win, though, will get them. People will start, oh, they're, here they are. They're back. Yeah. They dismantled the Cardinals there. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah. This, that's just an ugly. Might be just coming to the end for old Cliff Kingsbury there. Yeah, in I hope so. I, I hope so. I mean, it's, it, doesn't, it is not good. It no, that fran- it's just listless. A listless franchise, really, without a good plan. That's and too bad, too, because when you hire someone like Kingsbury, the whole point of it is to not be listless. It's supposed to be exciting. you got this young, vibrant, oh, yeah. offensive mind. you got a young quarterback. It's supposed to be cool. There's nothing yeah. cool about the Cardinals. That's what we said about Chip Kelly and yeah, right. you, know, you name it, about yeah. a lot of these uh, innovative. That's why you hire him, though, is for that reason. And yeah. then you paired him with his hand-picked quarterback. I mean, it's like, oh, yeah. man, that Cardinals yeah. Get Hopkins in there. Oh, you remember huh? all the talk about him wanting Murray yeah. and being so enamored with Murray and all that. But well, they're um, going on the ship together. Yep. Down. Yeah. Down. Well, they're stuck with Murray for the time being. Sure, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think the Kingsbury experiment ends after this season because it just hasn't bared any fruit. Um, so we'll see what happens there in Arizona. Disappointing season for them, no doubt. Complete frauds. All right, moving on to Monday night. Another game that just doesn't inspire a lot of – Joy this time of year, joy to the world. This is not. Uh, we got the Colts who were on the other end of the biggest comeback in the NFL history. They're down their star running back. Jonathan Taylor's out for the season. Matt Ryan's still your quarterback. Playing host to the Chargers who everyone's saying they're back in and now they're eight and six. Big win last week. Uh, a couple couple nice wins for the Chargers here in the last few. They're visiting Indianapolis. Len. What's your thoughts on this Monday night battle? Uh, I'm going to take the Chargers. Uh, they are starting to play better, smarter, better complete game. And the Colts should absolutely be tanking these games at this point. Um, they need a quarterback. They need a coach. They need a lot of stuff. Uh, the Jeff Saturday experiment officially <laughs> ended last Saturday night after <laughs> that game ended. And um, we'll get a new coach in there. And we'll get, hopefully, a new uh 
quarterback that at least makes you want to turn a Colts game on at some point during the season in 2023 because the Colts are boring as sin. Chargers are going to win this one, I think, pretty easily. Although, you know, the Colts defense plays hard, so they got smashed the second half against Minnesota, but that's that happens. All right, so we're both taking the Chargers there. Not a lot of variation in our picks here, Leno. Enough for you to make up your difference, though. So we'll see on this holiday round of games in Week 16 in the NFL. Um, we got games Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday again. So, I mean, that's cool. It'd be a lot cooler if they were spread out a little more evenly. It'd be yeah. nice if we'd have had a couple decent games on Sunday yeah. and a decent game Monday. That's, yes. Then you'd have four straight days you'd worry, or four out of five days you'd right. want to watch football. Right. I mean, legitimately, Sunday and Monday, I don't know who I think wants you, to watch I those think, games. I think you could just skip Monday. Monday entirely. Yeah. Sunday almost entirely. I mean, the one o'clock game's okay. I'll be watching the NBA on Monday, on Sunday for yeah. sure. I will. How about my Pellies, man? Man, <laughs> I was going to say, your Pellies, I'm pulling for them, man. Yeah. They got potential to come out of the West, no doubt. Uh, they're, they're in it. I yeah. mean, they've been winning a lot of these games without Ingram. When Ingram gets back, Ingram, Zion, Zion's been unbelievable. As long as they can stay healthy, particularly Zion, uh, <clears throat> they they're legit. They're a legit threat for sure. Down there in basket uh basket rouge. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was a rough that was a rough one, Mike. That was forced. Uh, all right. Let's get on to uh wrestling yeah, talk here. Uh, we'll take a little break. Uh and then you'll hear an ad from local uh pizza parlor and we'll be right back with some wrestling talk on uh, sofa. See you in a minute. When your family is real hungry, eat in Applebee's. Special steak delivery from your friends in Applebee's. Happy in Applebee's. You'll be happy in Applebee's. You'll be happy in Applebee's. Get some sweetheart wings and some pepperoni. When you're real hungry with your family, eat in Applebee's. Stromboli, calzone, get some Italian cuisine in Applebee's. And we're back. Just like that. Just like that. Yeah. We're back. Mike, we decided what we're going to do. We talked a little bit pre-show here. Uh, instead of breaking down what happened all this week, we'll talk about it a little bit in context of us. We haven't done a stock exchange in a while, so a little buy or sell stock exchange. We're not going to do NXT this time. Though. We're going to do a little different. We're going to do it for some of the wrestlers that have returned recently under the Triple H banner. Um, so, you know, buy or sell, we'll just talk about it and we'll revisit at some point. So just to define the parameters here, these are people who under the Vince McMahon regime were let go. Mm -hmm. Triple H is now in charge of talent. Yes. He's hitting the old, uh, control Z, the old undo and bringing some people back. Right. So it's the people that have confirmed returned that are here. They're back. They've had some body work between when Triple H took over and last night on raw in that window and you know you can go you can just say if you think you're going to buy or sell them going forward or buy or sell what they've done to this point or both however you want to handle it okay you got a list for me i got i got some in my head i might need to look them up but i think i know so anyway first thing i'm going to do is i think if if memory serves i think they were the first people to return during this era and that is the wwe women's tag team champions damage control Dakota Kai, EO Sky. What do you think, Mike? You buying or selling? 
Um, as a tag team or as individuals? As, as any way you want it. To, you will okay. talk about them. You so I complained about their their entrance and their just kind of whole vibe. I watched them last week mm-hmm. and their entrance and, and their chemistry. They're getting there. Yeah. I'm going to buy them now. Yeah. Um, that song is terrible. Their theme song is terrible, but it's terribly good at this point. Uh, and they're 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 playing into it. Um, I think both individually can be successful. Yeah. I think, of course, think very highly of EO. Mm. She's playing a very particular role. Uh, she's got to do a little bit more to stand out um, to avoid comparisons to like Oscar and things. I think Dakota Kai's got a niche. She can get popular. Uh, she's very colorful, flamboyant, mm. unique looking. Uh, as a team and as individuals, I'll buy damage control. I still want to see them. I, I, I don't know. I, I just need to see more purpose. I want to see more depth to that whole angle and the whole women's scene in general, I think, right now. Yeah, I'll say about them, I'll say I like the rollout slightly better than yours, uh, than you did. But you're right. It was kind of it was kind of just at a stalemate. Nothing's happened. I don't like when people were brought back and then immediately start losing feuds. Like why do you have? Why are these people a threat? Now they're starting to turn that around a lot, in my opinion. And uh, right now, I'm going to buy them for sure. And what I'll say is, right now they're you know great for the women's tag division. In the future, Io's a future champion. She's a future Raw or SmackDown World Champion. I would stake my, anything on it. Uh, Dakota is a fringe champion, maybe like an Alexa Bliss, maybe a Carmella Reign here and there. But what she really is, more importantly than all that is, she's a great hand in the ring, and you can have great matches with her. And she's proven she can change her her character a little bit crazy. Then she can go happy-go-lucky. She can go menacing as she did when she injured Tegan Knox. She can do all that stuff. So she's a valuable piece. I don't know if she's top of the card material, but I love Dakota. I think she's great. Yeah, yeah she's um, good hand. How about Emma? Sell. 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 I yeah. mean, it's just another tour uh, tour duty for her. Yeah, my thing about Emma, it's got to be a sell. I forgot but, she was even there. What I'll say about her in this in her defense, though, is she, I think she was also brought in for a very particular reason, and that's to be, like, a, a, you know, enhancement talent in a way where she's going to yeah. lose most of these matches yeah. to the younger girls. But that's good because they're big wins <laughs> against Emma, who was, like, an originator of the women's revolution. They're going to remind you of that. They are doing something with her and Mad Cat Moss, real-life partners, and they're doing some kind of chemistry thing there. And on the house shows, they've been taking on Scarlett and Karrion Cross, Scarlett, who recently returned to the ring. So that's a little oh. interesting. Could Something could come of it. Speaking of them, though, Karrion Cross and Scarlett, what do you think about that, Mike? Sell Karrion Cross by Scarlett. Okay. That's where I stand with that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, Cross that- just, he... he like if you look at him in a vacuum, I think most people would say oh, that guy would make a good wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he just something needs to change drastically with the whole presentation, the whole package. It's something's just not clicking. There's something missing from him, and until proven otherwise, I don't think I can buy him as a legitimate threat. Even though they definitely build him as one when he came back as a big yeah. deal. I mean, but yeah, I don't know. This is a classic. And Vince thought the same thing, so he had him dress up like a warlord or this whatever is, the hell this he was. Is my, this is my thing. I think the return and the return to the roots, as far as the character, is all a win to me. I think the character's fine. I don't mind the character at all. I like the most recent thing they did there in the training at the training table with Ray threatening them that was probably the best use they've had so far um that, yeah and um 
I like scarring up with the tarot cards, little mystical stuff like that's cool to me. I like all that stuff. Um, and him, I like too as a thing, as a mid to high card thing. The problem is with him is that the the only goal can possibly be Roman Reigns, and he's not going to get there. Okay. And then the other problem is another thing I said right away. You need to when you bring these people back, you need to have a plan for them to get some wins out of the gates. He comes in immediately to Drew McIntyre. They have him beat him. And then, so you're like, oh, that's cool. We beat Drew McIntyre. But then he has to give that win right back to Drew McIntyre. That's a mistake. They should have him beat McIntyre, move on. Someone else, move on. Get a, some wins where you're like, this guy is a force to be reckoned with. And then you're at, at the Rumble. He comes out to that, and he's one, you know, he's whatever. 12 and 0 or something, let's say. Whatever. He just has some matches. He beats up whoever. Fucking like Kira Tazawa, whatever. I don't care. Drew Gulak. He goes up. Then at, the, at Rumble, when he comes out, you're like, this guy can win it. He eliminates Kofi and freaking uh, Xavier or something. You're like, oh my God. And it's like him and whoever. And then he, whatever, he loses. But then at that point, you know, when they need a mid middle of the calendar challenger for roman he's that he can yeah. do that you know yeah. so i'm gonna buy a little bit of their stock i'm not crazy about it but i like it enough i'm by them they should they need to change it drastically and it's they should do something like when he finishes a promo and he goes TikTok. Mm -hmm. instead of just being menacing what if he just pulled out his phone and he just started dancing and then they put that on TikTok. <laughs> Yeah, that that's that would be a uh, significant exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. Let's do a TikTok. Let's do it, yeah. They need to change that old TikTok thing. Is bad. I love TikTok. I don't agree. I like TikTok a ton. I love the app or the same. Uh, I hate the I hate the app. I like. So the that's same. why it needs to change. What, what I like about it is that, and I love when they use the hourglass. They need it. The hourglass is cool, but TikTok TikTok isn't an hourglass. I know, but it's I it's a good saying. Yeah, I man. like the hourglass. I don't like TikTok. Okay, it is a good saying. It just rings though as a, as a saying. Yeah. All I'm saying. All right, who else we got here? How so, about? Well, let's just be clear. You're selling Emma. I'm I'm selling Emma. And you're selling Cross. No, I'm buying, buying Cross. Cross. I'm gonna buy Cross okay. and and uh, Scarlet together. Okay, they're must together. They're I'm buying together. Scarlet, selling Cross. All right. How about? Let's look at some of these lower Especially ones. Especially she's back in the ring. That's good to hear. She hasn't been in the ring her whole WWE career. No, never. But, yeah, she wrestled at a house show. I saw a little clip of it. All right. How about uh, another couple? How about Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae? What do you feel about them? Gargano is obviously – I can go first on this one. You've been going first on them. Gargano has been involved in this, helping Loomis get over. I think it kind of worked. Uh, the culmination last night on Raw with the reemergence of another guy we'll be talking about. But the – this one here, um, Gargano really has. I don't know if he's been hurt, but he hasn't really wrestled much. But yeah. he's been doing this this thing where he's like with Loomis, so maybe they're trying to get him healthy. I don't know, but it's been kind of a you know a little mixed bag. He's done some funny stuff. He has helped this because it wouldn't have worked without somebody talking and setting this stuff up for Loomis. So he's done his job there for yeah. sure. So in that case, I like it. Candice started with a win, then immediately was hurt. So she, she was supposed to be involved in these things. She couldn't do anything for a while. So it's kind of tough to grade her. So I'm going to buy them still because I think Candace, Candace is one of the best performers in the women's division. And I think they'll find a niche for Gargano. I like a Gargano-Austin Theory feud. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun yeah. to me. Uh, yeah. Uh, does he have like a um, an all-time, you know, um, 
WrestleMania, like Daniel Bryan, like run someday. I don't know. Uh, I could see they think very highly of him. He did. He won me over in NXT with the whole way stuff. Yeah. I think he can reach that level again. I just think, like you said, he has to find his niche. I take him and compare him to someone like Chad Gable, where he he might flounder for a little bit here after the shine kind of wears off on the return. Uh, but ultimately, I think he'll find his place as a solid in-ring performer plus a comedy. Yeah. Uh, you know, huge baby face. Obviously, I'm going to buy them both, too. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a tough one, but I think they're both going to come out of it all right. How about, um, all right, how about Hit Row? Hit Row's an interesting one. Uh, you know, sell, on sell, sell. Sell, sell, sell for Mike. Um, I'm going to sell as well. I mean, I think Hit Row is unfortunately incomplete. And I'm not the hugest swerve guy, but I will say this. They seemed a lot cooler and more serious with Swerve as the front man. And this iteration here, I think, you know, uh, Top Dalla and Adonis can be a fine tag team, yeah. but they're not, a, they're going to face, yeah. they're going to get a title shot here in two weeks. They're not a, they're not a great tag team. They're okay. Uh, it seems as though B-Fab is not anywhere near wrestling in matches. She's not having any matches, but when she does a, a thing here and there, it's impactful. But she's she's does they're not comfortable with her in the ring I I would say so to me um, hit rows yeah I've got to sell hit row unfortunately because I did like them I still think they need a front guy but it's something you can't they don't want it man that's their whole hands right I know and the thing is is it would be inauthentic if you just put someone in there to be there that's not like involved in the music thing that they kind of do together that's why Swerve worked. If Swerve gets away from AEW ever and comes back there to lead him, no. I'd be back in, but I don't think that's going to happen. I didn't, I didn't know he was a late addition to that group in NXT. He uh, was, yes, but he some, was somebody the like, key addition. Somebody like MVP would be a good match sure. with Hit Row. Yes. Because you're right. right. They need that leader. They need, you know. Some. If MVP was there and, like, yeah, he could be, that could be perfect for them, actually. So, they're, I mean, they're whatever. Um, who else are we going to talk about? Eh, I'm not gonna really. Loomis is a nothing. I mean, I'm you're sorry. not buying Loomis, are you? No, I'm not I'm buying not Loomis. Buying Lewis, no. um, Sarah Logan, I'm not even bringing her up. I mean, we're not buying Sarah Logan. I'm whatever. Uh, you mean Valhalla? Valhalla, yeah. So two more I want to talk about for sure. Three actually. Let's talk about the one from last night real quick. Bronson Reed made his return. Uh, helped Miz secure the bag of cash. Um, <laughs> it you know looked menacing. Hit the tsunami. It's an impressive move. As we, I talked to Mike about this. Nobody's gonna pop for Bronson Reed showing up. It's not nobody. Not enough people know him in that crowd. But when he went up to the ropes and did the tsunami, they did pop for that. So that's a good sign. Also, there was an exclusive uh, WWE Digital later where him and Miz were talking, and he took a couple stacks. You know, obviously Miz had paid him, so he said, "Where's my payment?" Miz gives him a stack. He reaches in, grabs two more stacks, and walks in. That got a little reaction from the crowd. You know, so to me. Um, Bronson Reed's got a chance. I'm going to buy Bronson Reed. He's young enough and new enough to do something. But again, and I'll stress this: this is maybe this is just my style of booking. But to me, the next two months is, uh, leading up to the Rumble month and month or whatever is so important right now to give him wins or beatdowns of a couple important people, semi-important, not big important. You know, Ollie, uh, whatever, something like that. You know, you could have him beat whoever, a couple baby faces. Elias, whatever, to 
make him seem credible heading into the Rumble. So then in the Rumble, you can give him a couple big moments with just tossing Kofi or tossing someone with, with more importance, slightly more importance. And then when he comes out of that, he's a 100% a threat for Intercontinental or, a, or U.S. title. And that's what his goal should be. That's his cap. He's not going to be the heavyweight champ. His cap is the next title down. But you go, you can get him there in the next month, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm going to sell him. I don't mind him in this like kind of mercenary role he initially is being presented in. I, I His shape is the most unique thing about him. Mm-hmm. And I think when you put him in a ring with somebody bigger, he's less impressive because right. he's very short. Yeah. So I think he's kind of like Otis, but without the charisma. From what I've seen, he had a very successful run in New Japan, apparently. <coughs> uh, see, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, but I'm going to sell him, I'm but different. not by much. It's he's I a close call. Otis is <coughs> Otis is Otis. He's they've made him a joke, and even that when they made him serious, they quickly got back to making him a joke again. So that's all Otis is ever going to be. You can't do that with Bronson. You have to make him serious. And right now is a good time to maybe keep him with Miz for a few weeks, where you can have. Miz talk for him and stuff like that. Eventually, they have a match. He squashes Miz, whatever. But Otis, like, we're never expecting Otis to win. I mean, we're not really basing this off someone who's going to win the well, you know, we did face of the they franchise. Gave, they, gave him, they gave him the goddamn money in the bank. I right? know, but that's that, they but that thought was about a, it. He is, a, but the joke, like, he's so Otis. That whole that crowd no, last night. The, you're we right. Want Otis. I, I, we love, want Otis. I love Otis. I think Otis is selling into a good spot for him. Yeah. That's what it is. I mean, you he's not going to go above this. You no. need. Bronson to go. You want Bronson to go above this. So my my point is, yeah. you, him and Otis can be yeah. compared, but he has to be better than Otis. He has to go above Otis. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna sell him if that's that's the that's the trajectory. Gotcha. Analyzing right. there. Um, and then two more people. Uh, first up, this is a tough one, man. Braun Strowman. Uh, big return for Braun. Obviously, he's got a huge resume here in WWE. He's won Universal titles. He's beat Goldberg on the biggest stages of them all. I mean, he. Has a huge resume, but since he came back, absolutely nothing has happened for Braun Strowman. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I'm selling Braun. I'm selling. Yeah, too. I mean, I thought coming in. Yeah, but th- but again, the problem with him, people like him crossing them, they have to get into a main event feud. Yeah, and the only main event feud is Roman Reigns. Yeah, and he's never there. And when he is there, the people more important and than you, them are getting those. Feuds. And you shouldn't be. I mean, Roman is just so white hot. You can't. You can't cool him down. Right. That would be like taking Rock off a pedestal for the right. sake of D'Lo Brown. No, or you something. can't. Exactly. You know you what can't. I mean? No matter, that's what I'm saying. These guys are capped out. Right. And or, they're not really like U.S. title or intercontinental titles. Now, Braun Gunther looks to be teased. That could be interesting. Yeah. As long as Gunther yeah. wins, though. Gunther yeah. has to win. That's a spectacle. Yeah. You know, that's that's a spectacle match. And you that's know? that's what you got to have. But Braun's whole presentation is just too too generic yeah. and really he really hasn't something. evolved that character no. and that's something where i think vince would really push him to to try something different you know this whole train I this monster so, of all monsters. that was all vince though that's vince wants those repetitive things the train works so that's why he was always doing the i train. know but it's 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 something yeah i just need to see a change i'm yeah. selling him too i think he's gonna fuck it up somehow he just seems like he one of those to guys go, who's yeah. gonna mess it up eventually he needs to go back to the dark side i mean if he could get back with bray is his best case scenario. right something like that but something like that speaking of spectacles obviously the last one is the spectacle of all spectacles bray wyatt and we got to see uncle howdy yeah. uh, conceivably in the flesh last week walk out and that was it 
But what's going on with LA Knight and Bray's interesting. It's become memeable. LA Knight's done a good job with that, and that's great. And I think yeah. this is a, this is a great first feud it for is. Bray. Um, and I'm going to buy Bray up a storm. I mean, you've always – we'll see what you say, but I know you've always been more lukewarm on him. This has been cool. – I will say this for it, though. This initial feud has now gotten to a place where it's interesting, but it has taken way too long to get yeah. here. They've let all the heat go up, cool off this off this <clears throat> arrival, and yeah. that was a big mistake. But right now, it's back where people are interested in talking again. So they got to wrap it up. You got to get to something yeah. here. That's yeah. it. So yeah. anyway, I'm buying Bray though. I'm gonna buy him too. Uh, he's too talented not to buy, yeah. and he himself is a spectacle as a, as a person. Yeah. But yeah, he's got to get to the point quicker. Uh, he's got to find something that sticks. I'm very skeptical. Like I said, I think the return is going to be his peak. But he's got so much to contribute in different ways. I, he just again needs to kind of find his groove. The LA yeah. Knight thing I was skeptical of too, but the contrast there I think has a chance to play nicely. But we need the payoff. Who is Uncle Howdy? Yeah. What is his purpose? How long is this going to go yeah. on? Where is this going? Yes, you're right. All and that's that's, all that's, that's Bray's true. biggest downfall. Is yeah. He needs to get to the you point. You got to get to the point for yeah. sure. And then, is the fiend coming? Is it like is all of this going to result in just the fiend coming back to beat on? Like you know what about, I mean? And just speaking of it's that, it's not that interesting. No, it's it's drug it's drug yeah. out. It is interesting. It is interesting. But it's too long but, to stay interesting. But he thinks it's like a fucking yeah. Oscar worthy. At some point, it's got to end. It's, it's got to pay off. you got to move on. Exactly. That's where we're but at. I'll tell you what was cool about it. Last night on Raw, I didn't watch, but um, you didn't watch that, but the Alexa Bliss, uh, Bianca sit down interview. Did you watch that at all? Did you see any of that, Mike? Well, they're right. teasing Alexa coming back. Yeah, then, did right? you see that? Yeah, I didn't see the interview. Well, that was no. nice because they had a sit down. Alexa explained. She said she went through a lot. She had trauma, all the stuff. Bray left her. She, she was like... She did really great. Honestly, a great interview. And then Bianca is saying she doesn't trust her. And, you know, and she's just said then, you know, Alexa just saying she's going to win the belt. When they walk, stand up to walk away, Alexa smashes her in the head with a vase, breaks that vase over her head, and the little flash in the back of the firefly. And then you see uh, Lily's got her little head peeking out around the couch they were on. It was a good segment. Well-produced little segment. Brett, I don't know what's going on, what their plan is with Alexa, but it's interesting yeah. at least. And to face Bianca, she needs some sort of mystical powers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's is this going to be her and Bray? Are we right back to where right. we started? Is I'm it going to okay be a with faction? That. I mean, I don't. I would like a bigger faction, but her and Bray worked. I mean, they they had it all the way to the finish line. The Orton match killed it. That's the at the the main event main or the mania. Orton match up until that point it was all in they just fucked up the ending I don't know yeah. why they fucked up the stupid you know goo and all that stuff was dumb yeah. if they could have fit if they'd have finished that last match strong that that was a great story yeah I I have confidence in Bray yeah is if he sticks around for any length of time to occasionally rise that main event scene yeah. be a, be a constant yeah. presence of interesting wrinkle in the show if nothing sure. else. Uh, maybe get a title run here and there. Yeah, he seems more interested in telling stories. Yeah, um, I can't possibly s sell him and say he's going to be a complete failure. He's too much of an attraction. I think he's. I think he's leaving some meat on the table though for himself. I think he can get something over huge. 
and we just we're still waiting for it to get there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the stories are are too slow yeah. for for what the wrestling fans want to see. It's not long term; it's just slow. Yeah, and like I um, wonder if some of it has to do isn't his dad in the hospital very sick or something? His uncle, his uncle, very one of them. But yeah, I think um, yeah, we'll know. Who knows? We'll see. But it, I think the ending here's it's if it comes to an end relatively soon, it'll be. Well, who, whose uncle Halliday is he? Just a guy or is I, he a wrestler? I, I don't know. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I think it, I don't think I'm going on a limb, but I'm gonna say i think it's bo dallas because i hope bray yeah. just had bray just had a baby recently so technically bo would be that baby's uncle so i mean i think it plays in there where it's uncle howdy that's why maybe the baby calls him howdy or something who the fuck knows you don't know what bray's thinking but he would be technically the uncle so that kind of makes sense to me that's why i'm gonna go with bo dallas um but either way um i hope it's a person but, you know, two weeks from now, Bray could be in the ring, take off his mask, and it's Bray there, too. You know, they can do whatever the fuck they want. They have budgets yeah. through the roof. I don't know. Who knows? But I hope it's a person. I would like it to be a person. And yeah. I would like <laughs> a faction. I would love a little family, a new yeah. family. Now, I, I do like uh, the whole hat tip thing. It's yeah. a big meme on the internet. Uh-huh. Uh, it's going to be all over. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the laugh just kept going off or kept going the la night yeah is a huge meme on the internet right now yeah when yeah. he said yeah all those times um great great yeah. usher oh, he's great dead. usher little john meme <clears throat> with him saying the yes for yeah. that song is yeah. one of the best things I've seen. his catchphrases have been the same since impact he hasn't changed them they always get over no it's he's great. over he yeah. knows how to you work out <laughs> all right well that's it I'm i like, got all our I jotted down notes here so we can revisit we'll yeah. just have to remember week 16 and uh that's 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 all we got, Len. That's all we got. I'm gonna go watch the old uh, Dubois Loyal Sun basketball team take on Elk County Christian Crusaders, one of the best area teams. Uh, it's gonna be a tough match for the Beavers tonight, but I'm loyal and I got the Loyal Suns. Let's go, Suns! All right, let's go, Suns. The hoops, <laughs> Hoopers are back at it. Yes, we'll be back at it next week after Christmas again. Thank you, everybody, for helping us reach 100 episodes. Find us on LRC Pod on Living Room or LRC Pod on Twitter, Living Group Champs on Facebook, Instagram, all those uh, places. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to you and your family. Yes. Like Santa Claus, Living Room Champs are out.